Hello, and welcome to We Happen to Be Trans, a special quarantine minisode. Uh, and there'll, there'll be more quarantine minisodes, but we're, we're starting with this one, where we're going to talk about shows. What should you watch while in quarantine, while you've got some time, perhaps? Uh, you know, we're going to do give some recommendations. There's going to be three recommendations. We've got Jen to recommend one of them. Ooh. Yep, yep, yep. We got Victoria to recommend another. Yo. And me, Kaylee, as your third recommendation. Shall we hop hop into it? Yes. Um so Victoria, do you do you have any show recommendations while we're all cooped up inside? Oh man, you make me go first? Fine, Ooh. fine, fine. Think fast. <laughs> A good here's my here's my TV show recommendation. Uh I'm gonna keep it short and to the point. The X Files. Watch The X-Files, okay? It's my second favorite show of all time. Deep Space Nine is my number one. Don't tell anybody because it's supposed to be a surprise on my Instagram top 10 list, but whatever. I'm breaking the mold here for you first if you listen. Uh, but <laughs> DS9, we're going to cover way deeper at another point uh, in our uh-huh, Star Trek uh-huh. uh, episodes that we're doing with Jen Does Stuff and Jen Giggles. And then uh, The X-Files, I'll, I'll cover as a topic on its own. But to sum up, why you should watch it in one sentence, uh, laid the foundation of all modern television in its format, period. Mm-hmm. Um, that is quite a statement. Yes. It's an insane, it's an amazing statement. And, huh. and if anybody has seen it, they would say it's accurate. I think that show and DS9, I mean, Twin Peaks, you could say in, in, some of it as well but the x-files overall i mean with the popularity of the show um i'm just going to expand upon it for just a sec even watching an episode i watched season two episode one uh just put it on for a few minutes today just the way it comes in with the narration in 1993 1994 um having that level of production quality uh cinematography narration story arcs they would have monster of the week episodes where they'd have um, you know, several episodes per season would just be a, a one-off thing, but there would be times where the they human flatworm thing. Yeah, but they'd re- they reference that in a, in a later episode, and right, and there's a continuity and a consistency to the world. But every season, there are at least somewhere between four to maybe ten episodes that deal with the a con a continuity storyline. That would be the conspiracy and aliens and and all of that. Where there is an arc, there are side characters, there is a government conspiracy. Do aliens exist? Do they not? What's really going on? Um, and the the major plot points. And that kind of appointment television or binge watching, like so much of it came from that show. And just the way that it is like a movie format within a show, X-Files just mm-hmm. nailed. And it nailed it first. Wow. That's really about cool. it, it was what a year and a half ahead of DS9. Um, Two years ahead of DS9. They I actually think, when came, it came out, out. They actually came out at the same time, but DS9 did not become uh, what yeah, I would yeah. say that as until about season three or four. So, yeah, that's what I mean. Is it was using that format about a year and a half, two years before DS9 started to get its foot into the into the pool. Wow. So it's interesting. A lot of the things that you say there, like I just kind of take for granted now that like. 
yeah, of course there's an overarching story and side characters and like <laughs> this this plot that threads the whole show together. But yeah, I, I'm curious like to go back and watch shows from before that and see where that difference lies now. That's that's really cool. And I take it it's a good one to binge uh, and is quite a long series. Uh, yeah, it right? has it has nine seasons. It starts to wane toward nine the last seasons. the last two seasons start to wane. There are two movies. Mm-hmm. The first movie's great. The second movie's bleh. Uh, mm-hmm. They actually came back for a season ten and eleven uh, a couple years ago, and it has some good episodes in them. Um, the actually the con- the continuity story in those kind of sucks it's the monster of the week episodes that are really good in those episodes but the other thing that it really laid the format for is blending a good amount of drama and comedy as the show evolves it moves from from only drama and about season three uh four five it starts adding in episodes that are freaking hilarious and deal with like just bizarre funny situations and really interesting and witty dialogue um and the the characters just end up in places or doing things that are just absurd and it makes it really fun because once you feel like it's about to wear off with its okay we've seen this you know oh everything's serious all the time okay it starts to bring in levity and the show evolves over time and probably through the end of season seven it's it's pretty damn solid um once David Duchovny, the person who plays Fox Mulder, uh, leaves the show, uh, it it wanes a bit. There's still some good to be had, but definitely maybe look up like Google Google a list of the must watch episodes, or maybe ones you could skip over. There are some that are like okay, that one was just okay, or that one, but but m- mostly overall, I think the last thing I want to add is that uh, when you think about modern television today, obviously there was continuity within soap operas and, and like dramas or like Beverly Hills 90210 has continuity and that was launched in 1990. But that's not the basis of modern television. Those were like more of a niche thing. When you think of modern TV, you think of Dexter and Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones and, um, you know, just the juggernauts that people love and are into and watch on a consistent basis. Uh, the X-Files laid that groundwork and it also uh, it also focused on making characters that you love uh, and not not only premises that you love but it was it, one of the showrunners the one of the executive producers is a man named Vince uh, Gilligan Vince Gilligan went on to create Breaking Bad um, oh dang and you can see his influence within the X-Files as it grows and definitely within Breaking Bad. In fact, Brian Cranston, the lead actor on Breaking Bad, was in an episode in season six of the X-Files. I think the episode is called Drive. And he and this was this aired right before Malcolm in the Middle went on the air where he was the dad in that show as well. But mm-hmm. uh, I remember watching that episode when I was a kid. He's only in that one and he's playing a bad guy with kind of a hard time or he's, he gets in a weird situation, but he's such a good dramatic actor in that show. And it gripped me and I had no idea who he was. I was like 13 when I watched it, but I was like, wow, that's a really memorable episode because the acting was so damn good. And that actually is what gave Vince Gilligan the inspiration to hire Brian Cranston for breaking bad. So wow. if Thank you're 
freaking goodness. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, other than that, I mean, his his main claim to fame was was Malcolm in the Middle, which he's great on, but yeah. completely different. There's no drama in that show yeah. at all. And oh, wouldn't get him on Breaking Bad. <laughs> right. So if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, go watch that episode of The X-Files and see where shows like that got its roots from. And I think it still holds up today. It's damn good. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, you sold me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Jen, do you want to give us a recommendation? Yeah. I am going to recommend Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events, the series. Okay. Not not the Jim Carrey movie no. from a few years ago. This is the um, Neil Patrick Harris TV show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew nothing about it other than it was literally a whole bunch of horrible shit happening to these kids before I watched it. I'd never read the books. My summary is, if you want to see bad shit happening, but be able to laugh about it, this is your show. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's It sounds strange. Um, so Snicket wrote like 13 books, I think it was. And each one was a more ridiculous con- a ridiculous an outrageous situation happening to these three orphans as they tried to avoid Count Olaf, the guy who wants their money. It just goes from bad to worse. Count Olaf probably murdered their kids, murdered their parents. I don't know. Not entirely certain yet. Haven't finished the show. Got a season left. And every book except the last book is made into two episodes. So you're, you know, you're looking at 12 books, 24 episodes, 25 episodes for the last book. So that last book is only, is actually rather short compared to the others um, in page count, it, it appears. So um, that last book is only one episode. Um, it's narrated by um, Patrick Warburton. Oh. Stars Neil Patrick Harris and the three kids um, and a few other individuals. It has... Um, it, um, Oh god, now I'm having a brain fart. From Castle and Firefly, what's his name? Oh, freaking Nathan Fillion? Yeah. Yes. Nathan Fillion is in multiple episodes. <gasps> um they've got they've got <laughs> guest stars of other act I mean, like everything is all these all these character all these actors and actresses are in this show. So all these actors are here and they're going, "We're going to do this because it's amazing." The story is great. The plot is uh, the plot is entertaining as hell, and you have Neil Patrick Harris and Patrick Warburton together at points singing the song, the intro song. Look away. All right. Look so, away. so the premise <laughs> of of an unfortunate series of events, uh, well, especially right now, might seem a little, oh, you it, know, it like, seems a little <laughs> off. But maybe it seems a little off. But this you can laugh about. This is what's selling me on this. It's not even just the premise at all, actually. Nothing about the premise is selling me, but every actor that you named in it <laughs> is selling me. Like, I can't miss right? these actors together doing stuff because I haven't seen Neil Patrick Harris and Nathan Fillion anything together since Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. And That's, Patrick Warburton... They have, they, have a f- they have a full scene together. Yeah, Multiple scenes, okay. but they have a full scene together where they're just bantering the way Captain Hammer and Dr. Horrible did. Okay. Patrick Warburton, huge. Oh my uh, god. I, I love that guy. Okay. I'm yeah. sold. 
actors alone. Yeah, that's a powerhouse. Nice. I, I remember reading the first book a long time ago in like grade six for Battle of the Books, like a little book battle competition, like trivia contest that yeah, you yeah. at school, which is fun. Um, yeah, and I I remember like reading it and pretty like enjoying it quite a bit. And then I watched the movie that came out a long time ago and I it just turned me off of it so much. It, the, the Jim Carrey movie was so bad. This mm-hmm. actually had um not I forget the actual author's name, but Lemony Snicket, the guy, you know, the the guy who actually the guy who pretends to write the books, the guy that actually wrote them, he's involved in the heavily in this, whereas he was kind of sidelined in the movie. Yeah. Um awesome. and I missed the books. Like I didn't read any of them because I was too old when they came out. So they I, you know, I was in college when they came out, um, first started coming out. And by the time the books were done, I had two kids that were not nearly old enough to read them yet. So I, it, it's just one of those things. You missed it. I missed it. And now I'm catching up because I don't have to buy the books or find a library copy that I can use. So it's great. Nice. Awesome. Never seen the Jim Carrey movie. Never read the books. Um, never done. I've, I've seen parts of it around, obviously, advertisements and all that. Um, I certainly sold a couple copies of that video game when the Jim Carrey movie came out at my God. video game store, and I don't know why anybody bought it, but if they <laughs> did and they enjoyed it, then good. But uh, I'll check it out based on the actors alone. Sold for $1 million. What's yours, Kaylee? $1 million. That was bad. That was bad accent. So I just had like a little existential crisis here because I have I have a show that I was going to mention and then i just remembered ghost in the shell has a has a has like a tv show that's amazing and so i'm going to honorable mention ghost in the shell the the tv show version is freaking amazing and philosophical and we've cool. talked about but that the, before yeah. like i think we've right? talked about yeah. yeah. complex so. go watch it yeah. yeah uh just just go go watch it it's great um but the one my quarantine recommendation which has a deep place in my heart. I'm really glad you brought Nathan Fillion um, because my w- one sentence solve for this is it's Firefly. It's cowboys in space with lovable characters. It feels like a nice warm soup made by your grandma, but not too soft. Like it's still got emotions and a lot of feels in there, but it's just like embraces you in this hug of friendship between this crew of spaceship people going places and doing things doing crimes and it's it's amazing it's one of my all-time favorite shows i chose my name because of kaylee in the show and like it's just amazing like uh, for anyone who just needs like a nice show for like a little adventure a good laugh uh and some just like if it feels like there's so much connection on the show between the characters and the audience. There's just so much love in this show and it makes it feel really nice to watch, really comforting. Um, and it's just, I, I can't recommend it enough. Um, if you do start watching it, um, the first episode has a section that like starts off if looking like a kind of a, generic sci-fi shooter action thing um trust me get past that and it it's like 30 seconds or a minute or something that plays but 
I because I I didn't watch it because I was like, oh, this doesn't look like what I want out of the show. Um, and skipped it before that flashback ended and missed out on the whole show for a couple years. Um, but yeah, it's just beautiful and amazing and heartwarming. And it's one of the shows that I consistently go back to as like a feel good, like I just need, just need someone to hug my heart. And it, it always just feels good. And during these kind of difficult times, you know, it's it's nice to return to those. Yeah. And it's a, it's an older show, but it holds up magnificently. All the character work is amazing. The banter, all the every, every like quippy little line is amazing. Um, and I yeah, yeah. H- have you both seen it? Shiny, let's go be bad guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I haven't. But some people, <gasps> some, mm, okay. s- but some people call me a space cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Some hey, call me the gangster of love. <laughs> some people call me Maurice. Maurice. Weep, weep. Because I speak <laughs> on the pompadous of love. People can talk about me, baby. Say I'm doing you wrong, but doing you wrong. But don't you worry, don't you worry, don't you worry, baby. Uh, I don't remember the rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not letting you get out of not seeing the show with the musical I, number. I well, you said Space Cowboy, and obviously, well, Cowboy mm. Bebop is another one that yeah. that, that comes yeah. to mind. But okay, yes. I have not seen it. Um, I will. The thing that's really turned me off is I know it didn't end. Like, it it only went one season and it got canceled, and that sucks. And that really yes takes the wind out of my sails of wanting to get on a on a ride because I'll end up being very depressed at what could have been. And I know that there's a movie um, called Serenity, but it it's still I'm still I'm just afraid of getting so I know I'm gonna love it, and I know yeah. at the end I'm just gonna be like, what could have been? I'm so mad. Um, Welcome but, to brown coats. <laughs> uh, but Bailey and I are just finishing up uh, our journey of Star Trek Voyager, and we have a just a few episodes left. That has been an incredible journey, and we both love friendship in space shows, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically just Star Trek, uh, um, <laughs> and might be looking to to get a little funky on a, with the with the crew. Uh, yeah, with everything that you said, I I really need to put an honorable mention out for you, Kaylee. Everything you're looking for, like everything you love about Firefly. I think if you're ever looking for more of that, everything you described, the friendship, the feeling, the camaraderie, and 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 in the midst of difficult times and 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 maybe the odds stacked against them, but the bonds of the relationships, Star Trek Deep Space Nine is mm-hmm. my favorite show of all time. And everything you described about it with the funny moments and the drama and and the bonds and the feel-good cozy atmosphere is why it's my favorite show of all time. So okay, you might mm-hmm. need to, and there's some episodes you can skip in that one for the, fir- the first two seasons don't really reflect what's to come, but it kind of builds the relationships and lays a lot of goofiness for like shit gets real on that show at some point. It starts off real kind of goofy, but at some point it gets real and the, and the relationships are really great. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. Wow. 
He just like countered my recommendation with a pow recommendation. To oh me. no no yeah yeah and I haven't no, seen no. Firefly. <laughs> I know. How about we, how about go watch Firefly because it's a shorter mm-hmm. watch and then you know yeah. Mm-hmm. Go watch Deep Space Nine and later yeah. someone else go watch it. But you, Kaylee, you watch Deep Space Nine because yes. you haven't seen it. Okay, Ugh. okay, I, I I will. You you definitely sold me there. Basically, <laughs> connect anything to Firefly, and I'm sold on it. I'll watch. Um, so, yeah. I'll, I'll watch your Firefly <laughs> if you watch yeah. my Deep Space Nine. Okay, okay, we. I uh, I'll accept this deal. <laughs> cool. Um, and I do just quickly want to m- mention like the show does and like was canceled way before it kind of it I I, I don't want to say like reach its prime but to like it, it was cut off early but the sh- episodes that are there are just golden and with the movies also good and provides some some closure to some of the big questions in the universe and you know, it doesn't leave you hanging and, you know, crying that it, that 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 it wasn't finished, um, kind of like maybe Sense8. You you do wish there were more episodes for sure, but it it does have like a full ending and conclusion. It's not gonna leave you on a cliffhanger. Um and and that. And so I I still recommend it and you know, it's hard to get over the heartache of it being yeah, canceled there's... so so early. But it it's so worth it and the like it does have enough of an ending that you're not just sitting there and with 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 kind of nothing in the end it's definitely worth it and yeah um, i can't recommend it enough (laughs) so so there's two ways to watch firefly Mm -hmm. you can watch it in the order fox aired it at 2 a.m because fox is assholes (laughs) um or you can watch it in the order that was intended by the creators and um, do it that way. Mm-hmm. And I do recommend watching it in the order the, they, that the creators intended. And be aware there are three unaired episodes that are out there and available. You might not find them on streaming services, um, but they do exist. And occasionally they pop up in other spots. Um, I, have them on D- I happen to have them on DVD myself. So... It kind of expands the story and gives you some closure and a bit more information before you watch the movie Serenity. The so hunt begins. Those extra three episodes help you a lot. Mm-hmm. Hunt, faithful viewer. Yes. All right, we got three more topics. We got to bust it out. Ooh, yes. So uh, we're going to do a couple more minisodes. Movies, games, something else. Songs, music. This was this was the the television recommendations for your viewing pleasure while you're at home. And over the course of the next month, we're gonna have four mini sews. This is part one. Next week's part two. The next week's part three. And the next week's part four. We're breaking out the format. But you need stuff to watch. You need stuff to listen to. You need stuff to play. And we're your gals with the info. We happen to be trans, a pop culture podcast.